You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has closed its doors for another day, so it's time for the five o'clock shadow. And with me tonight to speak about interesting markets, very interesting indeed after the day off in South Africa anyway, is David Shapiro from Sasfin Securities. I was looking at the, we'll come to it later, but David, I was looking at the JSC board, the gainers and the losers, and they're they're more or less all diggers, but different types of diggers. And as I say, we'll come to that later. The Mm. big news, though, is the inflation figure from the United States, which came in just a fraction better than people were expecting, 3.2% year on year. That's a nice number. It was close to 10% not that long ago. So they've done well in sharp contrast to, for example, and notably, the United Kingdom. What do you make of these inflation numbers? Inflation is important, obviously. Look, I think when it does come in slightly lower than everyone expected, I suppose one assumes that the the trend will continue downwards. There was a lot of fear about, um, you know, that the the not the core, the headline number, yeah. uh, because of the spike in oil prices. And oil prices are holding up, so there were fears that it might, uh, you know, it might increase more than the market was expecting. And it came lower. I don't know if we took it down to the fourth decimal place what the exact moves were. But I think overall the market was more relieved than anything else. And just reading commentary, it does appear that um, if this trend continues, because remember there's going to be another reading before the Fed meets. Yes. Um, you know, it'll be the September reading before the, the Fed meets. So it gives them another idea just to see uh, what the trend is. And they might decide then to to pull back because up to now there was a – uh, after the Fed governor spoke, there was a big, you know, big scare or great concern that we'd keep seeing rates going up. So, it, 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 Lindsay, it's more relief than anything over the last. You know, if you look at over the last couple of days, there's been a lot of churning, a lot of uncertainty, fear in the markets. Uh, I'm talking about where inflation was heading. So I think that's why we've, we've, we've picked up a little bit. How strong it is, I don't know. We've got to see this. You know, you, you'll really believe it's a good number and you'll really believe people are happy if this just continues through to tomorrow and maybe next week and we start to see, um, you know, the, the talk talking towards uh, a pause. So I think it's early days. But for the meantime, I'm happier today than I was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday was uh, looking a little bit shaky, but we've had a nice bounce yes. back. And again, we'll come to the numbers soon. Let's go to the JSC. There was another story as well. Yeah. Just, just, I bring this up because I've been looking at European markets and all the luxury goods are better. Um, and I think this is on the story that the Chinese are allowing group traveling again and uh, they're allowing tours to, to go out of China into South Korea and into Japan. And if they start to allow these tourist groups, it means the spending. You know? So I I'm, think that is the reason. Uh, we've seen Montclair and LVMH and uh, uh, L'Oreal and all these beauty products, all the kind of products that you find are sold uh, in the duty-free or, uh, mm. um, you know, where people travel. So I think it's another story that, if you're trying to figure out why Europe was as strong as it is, it's it's been led up by the LVMHs and other things. So, not, you know, positive story coming out of uh, China, but I've got to connect it to. I'm 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 surmising that's the reason. I'd I'd love to see the figures, the sales figures for 
you know, mm. for airports versus department yeah. stores or single stores. Because I would imagine when you've got three or four, because you have to get there so early these days, I would imagine if you've got a couple of hours to kill and you've got a bit of spare cash and you come across some shops selling something that tickled your fancy, I reckon you go there and, and you buy it. And, and I think the Chinese are, you know, you don't want to be stereotypical, but they are, no, they no. are, they'll succumb to that seduction, if you see what I mean. Lindsay, you know, I've, I mean, I travel London, New York, I go to the you know, airports, uh, Australia, uh, to see the children. And of course, I spend time waiting for uh, for airplanes in the in the duty free or in the lounge, not the lounge, the the terminal. Yeah. And it's all luxury. Mm. It's all luxury. If you think you know you're going to buy a pair of soccer boots or some some Arsenal jerseys or something, yes, you might get it <laughs> in. <laughs> and then one little shop there, the news agent or something. But other than that, every major luxury brand is represented together with uh, uh, watches, you know, watches, bags, uh, and so on. It's not necessarily clothing. It's it's all around the accessories and that. So it gives you an idea. And, and the other telling point was when I was in New York, and I might have mentioned this to you, um, in Saks Fifth Avenue. Yeah. When you go into Saks Fifth Avenue, when you used to walk into the ground floor, which is all the cosmetic counters, you know, because that's uh, the fancy woman, the New Yorkers would always come. That's how it started. You'd go and uh, go to the various cosmetic and perfume counters. Now they've moved up to the first floor, ground floor bags, you know, accessories. So it's it's become a massive attraction. And uh, that's, what, that's why I think these, uh, you know, these companies are, uh, if traveling takes place again, I think that's why they've kicked up. Are you going to ever upgrade your swatch? I know you've had swatch for 23, <laughs> 23 and a half years. Do you ever think to yourself, oh, I've had enough. I've, 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 I can't sit at this coffee bar any longer. I'm going to go across the road and get myself a Rolex. I've got, in fact, I, I, I've got to tell you something. I've got a MoMA swatch. What's that? Which is a Van Gogh. Yeah. And oh, yes. Okay. I gave my other one to my grandson. Mm. But uh, I did see the moon, moon watches. I don't know what they are, which are coming out of swatch. But uh, three, four thousand rand—that's a bit too much for me. <laughs> no, it's not. We all know it's not too much for you. <laughs> but maybe for a watch, okay. And we will move on one day. One day. All right, a couple but of. But I love watch. I think Swatch are great. Yeah. Of course they are. It's a fantastic Rolex. company. Yeah, Rolex. I mean, how overpriced is that thing? <laughs> fine, fine piece of equipment, but uh, goodness me. Very, very pricey. Okay, Advertech came out with a trading statement up 4.5% yep. and yeah. cash build up mm. up 5%. That's the mm. last price I've seen. They haven't closed yet because we're a little bit early. But uh, mm. Advertech, those are two South African companies. Okay. And yeah. we, you know, we know mm. your stance on South African companies. But Advertech and cash build, do you follow mm. them? I do. Cash build under pressure. Look, their numbers are down. I mean, uh, profits are going to be down con- quite considerably. And that that... That is nothing more than a South African issue. Yes. You know, the the bucky builders are not there, and that's who cash build really services. Um, this is not builders warehouse in some fancy Santon area. This is uh, mainly the rural districts and uh, a very good company. I've got nothing against them. They've always been well run. And some, it's a company I follow closely. But things are tough. You know, people haven't got money, they're not building anymore, and I think it's represented in the numbers. The fact that they're up today is nothing more than a, a bounce from what has been a very low position. Um, so it's probably slightly better than the market was expecting. 
but still, if you look at that, um, it's been a it's been a very very torrid time um, for for cash build. Um, there's a, there's a theory, the though, David. Oh. There is a theory that with oh. interest rates rising, which there have been, and people not being able oh. to sell their houses because there's a glut of houses on the market, and you've spoken oh. about the property market so many times with me, that people say, okay, oh. well, let's just tart the place up anyway, mm-hmm. make it more desirable, so let's maybe go yeah. to Cash Build or, or Builders uh-huh. Warehouse. Uh-huh. So maybe that's happening. It's not happening. Oh. That's what's not. If you look at Ital Tile as well, I think, the same thing. There was a period during lockdown that they did do that, but uh, no more. I'm looking at cash bill because back in 2018, the beginning of 20, this is a 500 rand uh, share. Yeah. It's now down at 160. So it gives wow. you an understanding of the journey. Yeah, it's 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 really it's been a tough tough time. We've seen we've seen all of this in uh, uh, PPC as well. You know who were who give you cement sales and everybody's waiting for infrastructure products to pick up. But, um, but you know, cash build is, it's, uh, it's the kind of store that, that uh, your builders would go to if they were going to add on a room to your house or, or especially in rural areas where chaps come home on the weekend and, you know, add a few bricks or building, building a house room by room. So, but I, I don't take anything away from them. I just, I know it's a, a good organization, well run, but uh, it's representative of the company here. And again, you know, were you financing any of this building at 11 and a half or 12%? I mean, that's prime. Uh, it's very, very hard to, to undertake that. It's um, not interest rates at those levels, so hard for an economy to grow. Do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember? No, let's go to Evertech in a second. Do you remember when Cashfield started, and it was that lovely mm-hmm. Irishman who I was always enjoyed interviewing, Pat, Pat Goldrick. Pat, Pat Goldrick, yeah. And it was—I yeah. can remember when I first spoke to him. It was, mm-hmm. it was quite new to the JSC. It was like one rand sixty or one rand seventy mm-hmm. a, a share. And then it just exploded because he was very clever with his store location. As you say, Mm. he would put a shop Mm. where other people wouldn't put a shop. And that was in a rural area or a township, whatever. And as you say, the bucky builders would come along or even people with wheelbarrows and put in cement and bricks and stuff. Mm. And off they went. A really, really Mm. good business model, I thought. Yeah, It, it, it was for the appropriate time. Um, it'll come back. I mean, if things do start to pick up or stabilize here, um, it's it's a kind of business that can turn pretty fast. Funny, I, you, if you look at some of the bigger builders, they seem to be doing better than 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 maybe cash build. If you look at Builders Warehouse and those associated with uh, some of the big retailers, but but overall, it's it's a reflection of of, of what's happening. Okay, move on to Advertech now. It's, it's something uh, that I haven't followed for a while, but again, there was a trading statement, and uh, maybe it's a base effect. It's coming off a low base, but uh, Advertech uh, coming back, as I said, over four yeah. percent. What's what's your interpretation of this company? It's thin trading, well-run business. Yeah, yeah, very thin, but a well-run business. Uh, education and people will pay for education. We've actually seen a pickup in Curo as well. Um, which is which is also private education at a, at a at an affordable fee, and a very good business model. And Advertech stands. I prefer Advertech to Curo and Start. I just think it's a more stable business. And um, I think Lindsay, in 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 this country, where the government schools, and I have to generalize. I'm not talking about the odd government school in certain you know 
perhaps posher, uh, posher suburbs are doing well. But I mean, overall, if you take it as, uh, you know, the, the government schools are, are under a lot of pressure. You know, uh, overcrowded schoolrooms, not the kind of facilities, not the kind of teachers that you, you really need to educate your, your kids. And, um, uh, but, but, uh, Advertech, um, Advertech's more inclined to be university type education. It's also got some good private schools and that, but people will pay. Mm. You know, they'll pay for that kind of education. And I think this is reflected in the numbers. So, uh, it's and a, they, they also do, not tertiary, but they do, you know, what would you call them? Diplomas and you know, that kind of education. Yes. Um, courses and everything. So, uh, you know, it's a good business. It's a great business worldwide. I was reading an article in the Guardian newspaper from the UK. The average price of a good public school, in England they call it public school, but uh, South Africa yes. they would call it private schools. But public school education in the UK is now approaching £50,000 a year and what is that that's um that's nearly a million rand a year <laughs> Fifty thousand a million rand yeah yes yeah, it's, it's, it's exactly it's, it's, it is that's it's what, actually more than a million that's what my arsenal season ticket costs yeah <laughs> <laughs> now talking about overpriced goods like rolex that's overpriced trust me you know, just season looking ticket. at at yeah mm. in fact I, I was quite uh i thought it was going to cost a fortune but uh it works out to uh, what's a 19 home games plus m- maximum of, well, a minimum of three three games for um, Champions League. So, I, you know, then, then of course you might have the FA Cup thrown in or some of the other uh, other areas. But don't you have to pay so for the ticket? Don't you just get the yes, league tickets free? But you, but if you're a season ticket holder and it's a, let's say that it was Arsenal against Bayern Munich and tickets are like hen's teeth, nah. season ticket holders can buy ahead of the general public. Isn't that the way it goes? I, I thought that we got it for free. I'm a sauce, uh, Mr. Host, Dion. I thought we got those free. Up to a point, maybe later on, I don't know. Mm. But I think it does. I think you are given that privilege. So, but it works out at seven, maybe eighty pounds a ticket. That's what a that's what a ticket to watch Arsenal costs. They're nice, they're nice season tickets. I know. I've but, sat in one uh, of them. I've sat in mm, one of those seats. Mm, it's, a, it's a good view. I have in nearly mm, in the middle. A mm, very good mm. location you've got there. Uh, well, I have, Dion and I have. Uh, We've donated our tickets when we're not using them, which I don't. And we donated to, I've, you know, my, I lost a brother, Ian, yes. through COVID. And he was a massive, massive Arsenal supporter. And uh, so I've um, donated it in his honor to anybody who wants to go to Arsenal who's been around there who can't afford a ticket. Mm. And if they want to, they donate, they donate to a charity, which is a very nice charity that that Dion knows about, and we sponsor here for underprivileged kids and that. So um, that's my that's my <laughs> contribution to charity. Nice but uh, mm, yeah, no, I just I just for my brother, it's and the letters that I get make it worth it, which I always send to his family and that you know, huh. and it's so nice to know that that you know, and Dion's joined me in that one as well. He goes to a lot of games and everything, but. Uh, and also uh, the people that he's donated, yeah, it's, it's just very heartwarming. It certainly is. So that's my, yeah. Nice mm. gesture. Yeah, £80 a mm. ticket. That's quite a lot of money, especially during the, as well, they call it, the cost of living crisis in the UK. So people can't <laughs> yeah. afford that sort of thing. 
Gosh, I can well, remember well, when it cost five pounds a ticket to go to a match. You know, you, 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 you might, we might brush it aside and say, well, it's a once. But for a lot of people there, you know, who either work for Dion or you know, and so mm. on, you know, people can't really afford uh, to put that kind of amount aside, especially if they're going in couples. And that. So that's my, I, I'm, I'm, for me, it's, you know, my dad was a, my dad started to support Arsenal back in 1927 when he was 12 year old. So I've dedicated to both of them in their memory. And look at you, you old so. sentimentalist. That's very nice. <laughs> no, it is. It's very cool. David, <laughs> let me have a look at the markets now. I wanted to tell you about Advertech though. Oh, yes. It is almost at a, at a high. The last high was in 2017 when they touched about uh, 206.4. Mm. You know, and they're slightly off that, but they're very close to breaking into to new ground. In other words, to challenging that 27 high. Very, very strong chart. That's unusual so, for a domestic uh, stock, mm, isn't mm, it? Mm. Just so if you, you look at it, I don't know if you've got a chart in front of you, but no. for a domestic stock, this is, uh, you know, it's picked up off the 2020 low, but uh, it's steadily creeping up and uh, looks very strong. It's amazing what people will do. It's very unusual. Mm. It's not unusual at all. Mm. It's amazing what people will do for, firstly, when they're confronted with a state school system, which mostly is broken. I'm not talking about places Mm -hmm. like Saxe in Cape Town, which is extremely well run a state school. But when faced with a state school system, which, as I said, is at best a little bit wonky, and also the fact that everybody else does it, they want the best for their children. It's a natural parental emotion, Mm. and you'll pay anything for it. For it if you've got the money yeah. so i can understand why advertech yeah, is doing yeah. so well right yeah i sent my kids to st stidians and actually it worked out quite nicely for them i think i must speak to them one day the do- <laughs> oh, somehow they're schooling ones <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, so haven't spoken for 10 years no seriously it's terribly terribly mm-hmm. important okay dollar rand 1874 which is us dollar which is 1.1 percent weaker against the mighty rand. Yeah. The British pound yeah. against the rand is 23.84, also a 1.1% fall yeah. for the pound. Euro rand 20.63 and euro dollar 110.10, which is a 0.2% mm. gain for the euro against the greenback after the inflation data came out earlier on. British pound 127.20, which is flat. As for commodities, well, gold price continues to drift lower. Terribly disappointing for the bulls. 19.14, down a couple of dollars. Palladium is up 75, though, to 12.90. 6.2% up to palladium, for palladium, rather. That's, that's an unusual move. And platinum, the other white metal of note, down $24 an ounce to 9.06. So differing performances in the PGM basket. Okay, now the other ones. The oil price has spiked up since we last spoke. It was about 83 and a half, 84 when we last spoke. It's now $87.06 per barrel for Brent crude. That's down on the day by 0.6%, mm. but still up since, since Monday. And West Texas crude, $83.58, which is down nearly 1%. Mm. Natural gas prices have tumbled by nearly 6%. And what else have we got here? Copper down 0.4, wheat doing nothing. Iron ore, no, my screen is stuck on yeah. 111. No, but... you're not. It's nothing. It's, I think that's high. I think it's closer down. It's closer to the 100 rand level. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah, 100, 104. Uh, iron ore not doing much. It's it, it's very hard to get a proper pricing in that, but uh, it's been 
it's been hovering around there. Unless I'm behind times, I never know what the right, you know, what the right price is. But Lindsay, commodities haven't been doing well, you know, despite the fact that they've kicked up. What concerned me more, you know, was that the platinum price actually fell. Yeah below uh, 900, mm. I think, yesterday, the day before. And we've seen very weak performances out of Anglo Platts and Impala. Today it's picked up, you know, because of that dollar story. But but still, you know, Wayne, Wayne and I'm, I'm not, I'm not uh, going at him. I'm saying, you know, we keep talking about, oh, it's going to turn, it's going to turn. And uh, there's no evidence yet. If anything, it's, it's, it's looking weaker. Maybe the inflation number will give it some kind of steadiness, but uh, um, it's you know the gold and as you mentioned gold, but platinum's also been an awful performer. Why why bring it up? Lindsay? I don't know why. You know it's at a time where we're talking about green metals. Um, platinum's just not you know it's it it's it's just not moving. My and, theory, uh, David, talking about shortage, yeah. my theory is that Russia, which is a producer, obviously, mm. is a yes, very small percentage compared to the South African uh, monopoly mm. of around 75% of PGMs. Russia must have had stockpiles, and Russia is still producing, and I think it sells every scrap that it's got in order to fund you-know-what. Yeah. That's yeah. my theory. Mm. That's a, you, you're probably right, because what is happening is what it could be also... Uh, more more platinum above ground than below ground. Exactly. It could be either stockpiles or it could be recycled platinum, but it's not it's not holding up and it's not performing the way that uh, um, call it the pundits believe it it is. Uh, so you know, Angler Platts yesterday was at at another uh, four year low. Um, in Parler, the same kind of well three year low. Um, Impala, the same kind of thing as well. They've bounced slightly off it, but it's been a very worrying kind of trend. And also, remember, you've got the rain at these record levels. So that's, that's been a concern. You know, it's, 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 it's a big concern uh, for our market and also for, for the fiscals. Yeah. Um, you know, for, for the Treasury. Yeah. Tax, anyway. A tax collection from those companies, which mm. gave us such mm. a boost a couple mm. of years ago. Okay, let's have mm. a look at the US 10-year bond yield after those inflation numbers. 4.03%, stubbornly high. And the But the South African is going in the other way, in the other direction. 10.10%, mm. which is an 11.5 basis point fall for the yield, which is mm. which is excellent news, mm. which means the bond prices go higher. What are we else have we got? The S and P five hundred futures, nice bounce back, not just slightly off their highs. Point six percent higher. We're about one percent higher about an hour ago, but mm. cooling off a little bit. And Bitcoin it hasn't been holding, Lindsay. Hey, yeah. it's been there's been you know I watch it all the when I say I watch it all the time, you know throughout I take readings throughout the day and. Yeah, you know, when when you see it now, um, I'm saying I, I've got this uncomfortable feeling now that okay, it's starting to come off. You know, the Nasdaq was up over one percent plus. Mm. The S and P was also up. Over, it's not holding, and no. it's coming down even on this news. And I'm a little concerned that it might just end up, you know, marginally better. So there's no real conviction behind. The kind of buying that we've seen. I think we've got a couple more anyway, weeks of this I, of, of this um, mm, malaise because mm, the one thing that mm. I'm, I'm really hanging my hat on is having a look at to September and ARM. You know, ARM is 
probably going to come to the, the market after lots mm. and lots, well, probably a couple of years of speculation and dithering. They're probably going to come to the market to raise 10 billion US dollars. And that will be the first really big listing on the NASDAQ mm. since 2020, I think. And it's being backed, or rather, they're sort of getting some backers together, Amazon and NVIDIA being two mm. of the ones that I can remember. But if that comes to market and does well, I think that gives the whole of Wall Street, a yeah, little bit yeah. of a Philip, don't you think? This, this is a big company. This mm. is a big company. And I'm, I'm, I must admit, uh, I'm trying to get through the book on their history and everything, but it's not exactly an enthralling novel, you know, that keeps you... Oh, you you've of, given up. <laughs> <laughs> you have, haven't you? No, I, I, read, I can I tell. I read one or two pages, and then I doze off, you know, and say, oh, well, you know, supper time, that kind of thing. But um, it... <laughs> You know, me and technical books, it's um, – anyway, uh, uh, remember NVIDIA tried to take it over and was stopped by the competition uh, authorities and that they, they wanted to and said that, um, you know, it wasn't allowed. So at least it is, but what I'm trying to get at, it's a big company and mm. it's very important in the – call it the ecosystem, you yes. know, in the design of 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 semiconductors. So this is this is a this is a, a good company. This is a good business that uh, hopefully I can, you know we can get a chunk of when it does come onto the market. Yes, I'm sure you can. And and you, by then the uh, the book will be gathering dust on your. It's, it's one of those books you know you hear people say oh, I couldn't put the book down. That's one of the sort of books that I can't pick up. So. I'm, not, I'm not arguing when it comes to those. Ah. Oh, and I try so hard, you know, anyway. Yeah, you're very good. 29,500. <laughs> it's actually what? a boring subject, you know, that, you know, I don't know. No, you're it's kidding me. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> Bitcoin, excuse me, just down a percent to 29,485, if you're interested in that business there. Now, I want to go to this leaderboard and laggard board on the JSC mm. as I refresh my screen. On the upside... Tungela up 8.2%, Sassel up nearly 6%, Sabania Stillwater a 4.2% gainer, Xaro up 4.1%, and 91 up 4.1% as well. Mm. And so there's four out of the five are resources companies. On the downside, though, you've got, again, mostly resources. Alphamin down mm. nearly 6%, Anglo Gold Ashanti yeah. down 2.8%, Harmony down 2.1%, Goldfields 2% weaker, and then Sun International also joining the party on the downside, 1.9% weaker. So mm. it's very much a split decision. It's the sort of industrial, well, it's, it's industrial gold stuff. Shares, yeah. yeah, gold shares, on the other hand, mm. really looking. They're looking awful. I don't know if you can get up a graph of gold fields and have a look, which is no, it's ma- down a lot. mainly I mean, South this, African this operations. Is a share, yeah. Mm. You know, this is a share that at one point, I, I'm, I'm going to look for it now, yeah. but I'm saying this is a share that at one point was up, I don't know, 60, 70% uh, during the course of this year in the early stages. Yeah. Um, if you look at goldfields now, it's, you know, it's really b- uh, bending over. It's still up quite a bit on the, you know, it reached 320. It's now down, what's it, a 250-odd. Mm. So it has come back quite a lot. Um, but... I think generally gold hasn't, especially against the kind of scares that we've seen, it, it, it's just hovering around 1900. Can never understand how people can remain so thrilled by it and uh, attracted to it and loyal to it. I don't know. 
It's a disease, though. It's a disease. It is a disease. I don't know. Uh, David, give us the... um, Unless unless you've got any other stocks that you want to talk about. I'm just looking. There was nothing really. You know, you mentioned that. There's been quite a bit of churning in the low end of our market, even though uh, lots of shares up and down. And I mean it. Lots of shares up and down each day. So it's very hard. Um, You've mentioned most of the, you know, most of the big uh, movers today. Um, I don't know, Steinhoff seems to be like in a death rattle. I never know what's going to happen there. It goes up 15% one day, 15% down the next day. But you may, African Rainbow Capital One, that's down about five and a quarter percent. But um, just generally the ones that you mentioned are the are the features. What isn't a feature today, I mean, what what, what when I say isn't a feature, are the volumes. You know, we continue to to battle with very low volumes, Lindsay. I, for me, it's a big problem. I, ra- I raise it all the time because mm. uh, it's very difficult to make a living out of the South African market. I know that, you know, with, and in fact, I was talking about it today, uh, the regulatory costs, the uh, compliance costs, in costs. One, one lady who works for us said that you have no idea how much it costs just to have an account. So if you open an account with us yeah. and it lies dormant just to keep that account, there's an enormous cost around it uh, for us, you know, as a stockbroker. Yes. So uh, it's it's and, and if there's no turnover in that, it just it's uh, it's very very hard. So the JSE is 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 battling at the moment. You know, today our volumes were just over nearly 18 billion, mm. which is came right at the end. You know, it always comes at the end when there's a bit of squaring by uh, the index players or um, ETFs and so on. And it's always nice person process that that populate the, the boards. But um, today it's Cecil Impala and that, but very low volumes. Yeah, it's so, a yeah. sad state of affairs. David, the closing mm, indices mm. on the JSC, please. So we ended up one point, I'm going to round it off, 1.2% at 77750. That's nice. Triple seven five zero, which is good. Yeah. Um, it's right across the board, everything was up. You know, I can't find an index that was down. Um, the, the resource index up 1%. What's interesting, though, while the overall resource index, precious metals and mining, which is mainly gold and platinum shares, flat, really up by uh, just a point. And financials, you know, banks doing well. It was mainly in the insurers that did well, but uh, banks were up 0.9%. And the industrial market up 1% as well, led by, um, you know, led by the process, ABN, Bev, Richmond, Naspers, British American Tobacco. All of those had very good days. So, uh, you know, generally, you know, a good day on the market, but low volume. All right. Well, David, thank you very much for your time, as always. David Shapiro is from Sassman Securities in Johannesburg. That was a five o'clock shadow. And David, very good luck with Arsenal against Nottingham Forest on Saturday, the lunchtime kickoff. And that will give you a very another very good excuse not to read their arm manual. <laughs> <laughs> That's David Shapiro. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or 
or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.